What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Rolling Credits. It has been a hot minute. Say hi, guys. As always, I'm joined by Pat, Kirby, and Gums. Yo, yo. You guys ready to get after this finally? Yeah. Getting back to it. Like a dog in heat. Like a dog in heat. (laughs) Like a dog in heat. Like my dog, who's supposedly supposed to be going to heat soon. That's for the day. Today, Today, we are talking about nostalgia. Because Hollywood has just been throwing it in our face lately. And with us just having the Little Mermaid remake, um, mm-hmm. more Autobots coming our way, and all these other films coming out this summer, I figured now would be a good time to talk about this. So first thing I wanted to talk about, the first topic of today, you know, with nostalgia playing such a big part in movies and TV, what is it about our past, you know, that makes people want to be seated for a remake or kind of a sequel today? What do you think? Why do you think nostalgia pays so well? Um, and we'll start with you, Kirby. Well, I mean, it's it's in the, the definition of nostalgia. You know, it's a sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past. And um, people, you know, they, they take these movies, these TV shows, video games, what have you. And it's tied to these memories of, of you know, better times, at least in, in their mind. I mean, like we're looking at, you know, like 90s, stuff like that. For me, that's like... You know, I was young, like late 90s, I got into high school. So that's kind of the era that I was going through. And it was a great time. So like you throw something like, you know, the Mario movies, the um, uh, the Mortal Kombat movies, stuff like that. Like that's got a special tie to something in, in my past that, that I'm definitely going to pay to see. Especially with, you know, updated technology, stuff like that. So so that's, to me, that's why, you know, they, these things work. Because it just brings up all these like good memories, and it gives us a chance to see something that we would have loved to see, you know, back then, like you know, actual good like Mortal Kombat movies. If they could get Street Fighter right next, that would be awesome. Um, and uh, and yeah, people are just going to shout the money for that. Yeah, almost like it's more of the um, like it's a more about the memory than it is about the content in a yeah. lot of ways. Like yeah. you can see a lot of stuff be really successful regardless if it's kind of good or not, because you could just bank on people going to see it. Cause they, they watched it or consumed said content in like the nineties or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like to take month breaks from this podcast. So then when I come back, I'm <laughs> the nostalgia really brings it out of you. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my trade secrets. There you you're, up, you're up gum. So tell us all your thoughts. Well, well I, I think you guys hit the nail on the head. Like, there was a time when you were a kid where you didn't know anything could get any greater than what it was for nostalgia reasons. It kind of speaks to that. It's like, this was some of the greatest times ever really the greatest times were yet to come, but also it comes with a lot of responsibilities. You get older. These were like the times where you didn't have responsibilities where you woke up, you ate cereal and then you watched the show or played a game or X, Y, Z, but it's just like the kickback to the better times and nobody likes aging forward, right? Everybody likes to live in the past because mm-hmm. hindsight's always twenty twenty, and the story's always better. Um, but I will tell you now that I think it's stupid that they're, they're doing all of this and doing these remakes. I mean, I get it. They want to keep this alive. It's kind of like writing a book, right? If you just keep uh, uh, remaking the story, then every generation gets to see it and it becomes like this living legacy. But in reality, it just shows to me that we don't have a lot of creativity going on or we're tapped out of it or we need to get some new writers in the room. 
Um, I love nostalgia. I love that. But uh, there's so much creativity out there. Please, please, guys, at least put spins on it. You know, don't just remake a remake. Just, you know, please just if you're going to remake it, create something totally new. So that's my opinion. Yeah, I, I do think that it, I just kind of tailoring off of Gums's point kind of really goes into what I was going to say is more of just a really big commentary on just a lack of original ideas coming out or from, out from a lot of studios these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, to, to Gums's point entirely, it's like, do, do we need a one for one remake of all of the Harry Potters as a, as a TV show? You know what I mean? It's like different casts, different things, but it's the same story. What's the point? Like the content already exists in a lot of ways. And so I know that it is like, like we kind of said before in Kirby's point and everything that's because these studios know that you can bank on that time period in your life where mm-hmm. your biggest worry was like, if your mom like cut the crust off your sandwich for lunch, like that's like the biggest like problem you had. So <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, now when we have jobs and have to pay rent and pay bills, it's really easy to like cash in on nostalgia. Cause you know, you'll get people to see it, but it really is a much bigger commentary on that. Just, I, I'd rather, much rather go see a really good movie that just like hasn't been seen before out of like mm-hmm. maybe a whole new character, a whole new storyboard. And you can tell when it works, it works, you know, and the, when those movies come out, it creates big franchises that 20 years from now, they'll be making remaking for the 50th time. We'll be complaining about them. So it's yeah. kind of one of those things. I, I guess yeah. I would have preferred if they do remakes like of other media and remake it into the movie media, for instance, okay, a game. Let's take a game from the nineties, right? Like, and then and then remake that. But if it already has the media type of being a movie, like I don't want it remade so much, right? Take an album and make a movie out of it. You know, oh, what a brilliant idea that is, right? But think yeah. about it. Could you take an album, make a movie out of it? Those are the type of things I would like to do is run the nostalgia train of doing that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they know they can make money off it. We're suckers and we're going to do it. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that is the bigger point there. I just, I, I just want to, you know, call back the, uh, the whole thing about, you know, your mom cutting like the, the crust off your sandwiches and shit. There's a reason why uncrustables are fucking huge. That's fair. <laughs> it's true. So I mean, fair. I buy them all the time, so, so I can't Fair remember. point. They're so fire. Honestly, <laughs> uh, you guys all you all hit the nail on the head there. I think, uh, you know, with nostalgia and like it kind of goes back to you know with the times like that we're going through. You know, we had COVID and we had all these different things, and going back to nostalgia kind of just like plays on your safe space, and that's what people like. And you throw in like kids' favorite video games that we grew up with, like you know Super Mario Bros. That movie absolutely crushed it in the box office, like obliterated it. So with that, obviously, we're going to get, like, Super Smash Bros. coming next, I'm mm-hmm. sure, and all these different, like, IPs. And that I'm okay with. But when you go to, like, remake all of these different, like, you know, Disney movies that we watched growing up and not, like, do anything to expand them and it's it just, like, there for nostalgia and, like, easily a cash grab, then it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, why are we doing this? You know? Very much so. Yeah. yeah. But I still need to see the Little Mermaid. I do want to see that because I love the original. Like I love <laughs> Little Mermaid, so I want to see the new one. Plus, Howard Bailey has a great voice. Fair. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep my mouth shut. Uh, but I will tell you this: I have <laughs> no, not seen. I have not seen the uh, Mario movie, and I don't think I will mm. until it actually comes out of theaters. It is. Um, you can rent for- it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna pay for it. I'm gonna wait till it's streamable. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> that's that's just a lot of movies. I'm gonna wait. I really felt like this thing was overhyped, and I'm gonna wait to see it. 
Um, but I can just feel it in my freaking bones that it's going to be a solid animated movie. Um, but it's not going to do anything that like the Batman Lego movie didn't do or like these Lego mm-hmm. movies that have come out with this adult humor that I've just been crushing. It's been hilarious. Um, I just don't think it's going to do anything different than that. But because Mario's name is attached to it and the nostalgia and the wanting for Nintendo that we have, I mean, my God, that's that's really where the money's being made. And people are just going to yeah. say it's cool because it's Mario, you know, so, mm-hmm. the only animated movie that's actually changed things is the Into the Spider-Verse and Across the Spider-Verse because <laughs> what they go. did with the animation is absolutely unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's something so. I would spend money on. Like that's like something yeah. that's they're doing that's furthering the media type and furthering the yeah. stories. But mm-hmm. this for me, that the greatest thing I've got so far out of this Mario is this Jack Black song, and I, you know, that's oh, that shit stuck <laughs> in my head. Peach, so. speech, speech. Yep. So, <laughs> continuing on before we go down that rabbit hole, um, obviously we're talking about nostalgia. There's a lot of things that we really enjoyed growing up. So I wanted to ask. What is, you know, one movie or TV show that you guys would like to see get a revival? Either, you know, an uh, upgraded version in a TV show or a movie. Something that plays into the nostalgia of our childhoods. And we'll start with you, Pat. Yeah, I, I actually kind of wanted to take this opportunity to really just kind of dive into a little bit more about what Gums was talking about. Um, actually, more of the, the video game angle of it. Um, to play in from a into, into a, uh, a media type form. Because I, I do... I, I'm kind of, I, when I saw this question, I was a little bit kind of like, eh, you know, do I really want to see any real 90s movies or shows get a big reboot and kind of run into that same problem I was just complaining about, you know? So, but I just recently seeing all the success that has been coming from Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has really, and kind of watching some of that gameplay and whatnot has made me think that like Zelda, uh, within like the breath of the wild tears of the kingdom type storyline, um, which in re- reality is really just a recreation of the original game in a lot of ways could be a very good movie in and of itself. I know they've done Zelda movie, a Zelda movie in the past. I had never saw it. I don't know if it was very good, but I do think like with the way that tech has been working and bringing some of these video game content to this, to the big screen has been lately. There's an opportunity to be pretty solid with it. If you got a good cast, make it, made it right. Mm-hmm. I think that would work a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that'd be cool I'm gonna be the complete opposite and I wanna see Gargoyles again they need oh, to bring Gargoyles back and I wanna like that the show is pretty dark originally anyway Yeah. so like I want like a movie out of it and I want it to be rated R I want it to be like scary and just dope that's what I want <laughs> Gums <laughs> yeah I mean for me like I had said before like I don't know if I'd wanna bring a show back you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'd want to remake a show. I think where that show ended was pretty good. Um, but I would like to take something from another media and make it in, you know, kind of remake that into, you know, a new a new type of media. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess one thing that I would do is, like, I think that would be super funny is, like, how can we bring back, like, Judge Joe Brown? Like, how can we bring back? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how would we do it now? And, and not in the sense that it's, like, going to be a show, uh, a reality show, but how can we make it into a show, like, kind of like The Office, where it's more of a, a you know, a comedy. It's a comedy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, that would be kind of funny and cool to see. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I would love to take a different type of media and then turn it in, into, like, a show or something else mm-hmm. um, and, and kind of bring that back, like – uh, bring a show about okay like for instance bring a show about like mtv 
bring make that into a show about how that used to be a big popular thing and like mm-hmm. and then and make that into a show for nowadays and like i don't know put it use youtube you know what i mean like oh welcome to youtube you know youtube tv <laughs> like today we're gonna go over the best songs of the genre like let's get into it and like mm-hmm. i'd like to see something like that be remade but with the flavor of today so that's kind of where i would mm-hmm. go with that i know it's not exactly answering that question per se but uh, that's hot, bro. But it's kind of similar to like almost like kind of like what they're doing with that. I think it's I can't remember if it's a movie or a show, but what they're doing about Air Jordan, about like the creation oh, of the yeah. brand Air Jordan, yeah. and like great movie. there yeah. is a lot of nostalgia that's tied to that. And it's a great cast, right? It's a huge cast, and it is around tied around something that still is pretty prevalent as like a pop culture medium that was huge in the '90s, like uh, in the late '80s and '90s. Uh, that kind of made sense when you're bringing it into film so it's kind of like in that same vein you know it's like mm-hmm. how does something that is was so huge in the 90s jordans it's still popular now create a movie around that you could do the same like you said with mtv or youtube yeah. or like something that we what? currently consume or used to one yeah. of the one of like the cool things I would love to see because it's so in right now is to like have that world built uh, of Xena and Hercules um, oh, you know like the, yeah. from the 90s cool. and uh-huh. rebuild that world but with like the tech and things we have now, because that would be super sweet for me. Oh, uh, just okay. Do not let the CW get it. Okay. If we could get <laughs> the CW from getting it, that would be amazing. Uh, but that'd Zena be, was okay, there shit. you go. There's one there for that. <laughs> Zena was my shit. Oh, yeah, oh, no, no, no. She threw the little thing. I was like, let's go. <laughs> she <baby."> was great. <laughs> Play yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I go a little bit more on uh, the side, like, you know, Seth, I had, when I read this question, I had a very specific one in mind. Um, it was already a TV show that I like to see get remade, and that was "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Um, like Fun. I know they did. I know they did kind of like a little, not really reboot, but something like that was uh, like a mini series with the same name, but it was like one like storyline all the way across. Now I'm talking about like bring back like the you know the episodic like the the one episode per week everything is different it's like you know a bunch of kids telling stories but you know update it for the current times like that to me would be a lot of fun i'd watch can, the shit out of that can i have an example of an updated afraid of the dark is it gonna be like so cindy was on facebook and she was yes. talking a lot of shit about me uh, and then it, like, no, it like cuts into like the like scariest like versions you know that kids. um uh, what was the movie that came out not too long ago unfriended Oh yeah, that was yeah. Like, their their worst fears are they freaked up the TikTok challenge or something, and it got out. And it's not around a campfire anymore. It's like on Discord. <laughs> I'm sorry, younger generation, that was uh, called for. It went over, it went over your I I definitely thought Brian was going to say the Animorphs, but he did uh, have something better. So. That also was dope. I, mean, I never watched books. Animorphs. That was a little too young for me. So I read the books. Oh, well, I didn't know it was tragic. a show. That was that was my brother's era, my little brother's era. Yeah, that that that's definitely that's my era a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. 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 Kirby still had the typewriter going at the time. I did actually. <laughs> uh, word processor. It wasn't a typewriter. It was a word processor. That just sounds scary. <laughs> so it's like a blender you throw words into. Right. Pretty much, like, yeah. Like the landline. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> well, great um, question. Great question, actually. It was a fun one. Um, going back to Super Mario's guys. Um, obviously everybody loves video games. Well, most people do. Um, growing up, I know we all here played video games. Continuing the nostalgia trend, is there a video game 
um, that you played growing up in the 90s that you would want turned into a movie? Because it seems like a lot of the movies these days are going to be about video games. So I sure. wanted to bring that up to you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Duke Nukem, Land of the Babes. <laughs> uh, I want to break the internet. I want it to be canceled before yep. production. Um, I think that would make for one heck of a movie. It would totally get canceled. It would never work. Oh, it would never work. But, but... Apparently, it was supposed to come out. They were yeah. they like were doing it, and uh, John Cena was supposed to play him. <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. Not, even, not HBO, even surprised, yeah. Oh, man, if that was on HBO even, that would be amazing. Yeah. Episodic, that. that would be great. But, yeah, like that would be one game that I would really like to see uh, kind of like – remade because if we're going to specifically talk about games from the 90s i think it'd be pretty hard to make some of those because i think this was a great time for them um but i would love to to see that because i know it would just rile feathers oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah um i guess uh for me pat's already kind of touched on it but i was thinking specifically legend of zelda like ocarina of time like that setting yeah, be- um that would be one thing that I would love to see, but I mean, any anything in the Legend of Zelda world or timelines because yeah. there are multiple uh, would be awesome. <laughs> Bless you, thank you. So that would be for me. That I, I would do uh, anything, pretty much Legend of Zelda. Sure. Well, yeah, Legend is. I feel like they need to do that already, right? Like, yeah, I don't understand do. how that happens. There is like, there's so much there, you know. Yeah. yeah. It, it's confusing that that hasn't been done yet. Um, so I realized that the what I wanted to pick wasn't made until 2001. So we're going we're, we're gonna to skip right. that one. You sure? Um, we could take it as a concept. What was it? Yeah, what was it? It was going down uh, Gums's route, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would be just absolutely hysterical. You get Ryan Reynolds, the voice, Conquer. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. perfect. <laughs> Oh, nice. I will say, um, for mine, even though I was talking about like Zelda in the, in the previous question, as I was trying to remake that, I, for me personally, as like a game that I played a whole lot of that like would kind of mean a lot to like be in a, in a, uh, updated movie. The game I played the most growing up was like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, pretty much like through like the original one through Tony Hawk's Underground, like into, you know, the skate games eventually as those like, as a transition to Xbox. Mm. And, it would be kind of a, a bit of it would have to be kind of a bit of a crossover concept of like obviously it'd be a Tony Hawk Pro Skater where you have like you know the skate parks and the areas that you like would have like you know played the game in but it com- comboed with like maybe the story of like Tony Hawk's like first 900 mm-hmm. of some kind that you would have to like kind of merge some stories together because obviously Tony Hawk as a game would just be it's just you like running around trying to score points and like complete <laughs> certain challenges so there's not really a whole lot of like story to it there but like i think just like when i think of those games i think of like the culmination of skaters you were allowed to play at a time when skateboarding was so big so like being able to see like chad muska and bam margera and like all these different like characters that are maybe played by younger actors in the 90s mm-hmm. like learning like, getting into the skate scene and like forming teams and doing all that would be like kind of sick as like a throwback to like 90s skateboarding mm-hmm. uh, honestly i think that's more easily like with some creative liberties going there you could easily yeah. just drop in like a no-name person battling against yeah. some of these best skaters like ever because they wouldn't have been at. I mean, they're known then, but like they're not as known. And yeah. then if you wanted to get like freaky weird with it, 
you should definitely have competitions where the skate competitions have to do with not only doing tricks but collecting like letters. Off yeah. Of the stuff. You know what I mean? You yeah. Can yeah. 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 With it. And and I get away with this. it, and then like end end at the end where like you had to have skated through the whole thing, you know, without stopping, collecting as many letters as you could, and then end and then try to win the competition. Like I just yeah. think that that's feasible actually. When I just think of like little, there's like so many little Easter eggs you can put in it where it's like you know like in the first the opening level of the first game where you grind across like the beam that goes across the half pipe and that front there and the glass shatters and that little secret room opens up. And there's like little like little Easter eggs to like the original maps that were in the first Tony Hawk that are like would be nice little like touch points to it too. And like you said, like the skate letters or like, you know, wall ride the blue wall and like just or like grind grind across the helicopter and like just random Mm. shit. Like make it original make it just copy the original Fast and the Furious, but make it skating. One hundred percent. It's exactly right. Fast and the Furious. Merge with skating. They're cheating. They're selling DVDs full of Yeah drugs or something and like <laughs> yeah exactly 100 it's all it's all leading up to the x games tony Hawk's doing crazy shit you know and like exactly it's exactly what i want from that um before you guys kick it to the next person too uh it brings me it brings me up something that gran turismo is making a movie now yeah. um oh yeah, the 90s mm. so that's one thing that actually really nice and the story nice. is cool because apparently they had they held a tournament for video gamers to become a real race car driver so like oh i saw this yeah, yeah so the person who like the movie's based on that person who won and he actually like races like for real life now which is oh nuts. dope in like an f1 car kind of thing or like yeah. oh shit yeah like he nice. got he literally they like tested a bunch of people who are good at the video game and they're like hey if you're good at the video game try driving the car and the kid won the competition and has been racing since he's nice. actually gonna be an extra in the movie that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So Tony Hawk would be, I would be so down for that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. See, so, like you say Tony Hawk, and the first thing that came to mind was the, that movie Grind. I know. I've been thinking. Yeah. That yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Grind was so good. And then <laughs> what was the, uh, there was another, uh, the, what was that name? There was another skateboarding movie that came out. Lords of Dogtown, I think. Oh, all, oh yeah. Lords, yeah. Of, Lords of Dogtown. All-time movie. Yeah. My bad. That was awesome. Yeah. What'd you say? Brink though? is also great, though. I, oh, I was yeah. hoping yeah. nobody heard it. I slid that in there and had to read it. <laughs> I, I tried to, like, oh, I, I, backwards, and Brian was, was like, F you, nope. that's, that's skating. That, Brink was the best, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> the rollerblades. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do a couple new segments today. I thought these would be kind of fun and just get some more, you know, interaction from you guys, the audience. So the first thing that I wanted to do is kind of give, I want you guys to give one movie or a TV show recommendation um, for our audience to go check out. And I thought that would be kind of cool. So Kirby, we'll start with you. Can be anything. Doesn't matter. Um, well, since we are, you know, on like the nostalgia kick, we're, we're talking primarily like the nineties shit like that. Um, my movie that people should go watch, and this is coming up because Seth hasn't fucking watched it, is Face Off with uh, Nicolas <laughs> Cage and John Travolta. One of the best movies ever made. Oh, this is a ridiculous yeah, movie. That, huh, this is I such a ridiculous not. movie. <laughs> I'm bad. I need to watch it. I haven't seen that. Highlander. Uh, Donnie there can Donnie only Donnie. be one. There can only be the one Donnie Darko. Yeah. I don't. I need how, how are we friends? Come on now. <laughs> Listen, we've been trying to watch it. Okay. I know that's. I. 
I stupidly had a baby. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Good you're not, a lot, you're not a human. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man. Now, um, for me, I'm going the exact opposite realm. I'm going for something pretty new. And this is more of kind of a, a pass to the audience as well in that I, I've been super behind on my TV media and a bunch of stuff that's like super popular. And I need to start this as well. I know it's super popular. So anybody else who's listening to the show that's like, I haven't watched a new show in fucking forever and I need to start something. I'm going to start succession this week. I know it just oh, ended nice. and, everyone, and everyone was talking about it. So that's going to be the one that I want to get on and any other audience members that haven't seen it, I'm going to be on the train as well and start watching succession. Uh, to it. Yeah. yeah. You let me know how it is. Cause if it's good, I'll just jump in with you. From what I've heard, the first season supposed to be like kind of strange. You can't quite pick up the vibe of what's going on. And then like, once you understand like that, these guys are just idiots that it makes it like way more sense as like the show goes on. Nice. Yeah. I need to, because at it. first you think they're serious. Yeah, uh, that's like, like yeah, oh, that's like what I was told. Is that like at first it's kind of weird because you think they're all serious, and then like as you move on, you're like, oh no, they're just dumb shit billionaires. Like, <laughs> so for me, I'm going comedy and I'm going newer today as well. Uh, what we do in the shadows, I fucking Fire. love that show. Fire. And the new season comes out July 13th. Nice. You can find them all on Hulu. I think um, on FX as well. Mm-hmm. But it's just uh, it's a comedy about a group of van- vampires living in Staten Island and just like acting like normal people, <laughs> and it's the funniest thing ever. So right, highly please. recommend you guys check that out. Yeah, Gums. Um, for me, uh, one movie recommendation I have is called Uncorked. Um, so so it's on Netflix. Oh uh, yeah, I saw a guy that. Wants, a guy wants to become a sommelier, um, which is like a wine expert. And mm-hmm. but his family business is barbecue. So he's kind of got to like balance the books on like how he's going to take over the family business, which he doesn't want to do. And then how is he going to become one of the rarest professions in the world? Because there's only like, I don't know, 10 sommeliers in the world or something. Um, and so he battles with that. And he has to have to have a relationship during the whole thing. Um, well written, well acted. think that's really great. Um, and then for anybody who's willing to read subtitles, go watch Sanctuary. Um, and basically, that's about a cocky kid who becomes a sumo wrestler. Really great episodic uh, show. It's called Sanctuary again. Uh, it's, it's graphic. He gets his ear punched off by another sumo wrestler. Ooh. It is super cool to watch, um, but it's fun. So Nice. I got to check that out. So there you go, audience. <laughs> so all the <laughs> listeners out there, we have some stuff for you to go, go listen to or go watch, I should say. Mm-hmm. So the last new segment. I wanted to do here is a 90s draft. So obviously we've been talking about nostalgia. So I wanted us to pick kind of our favorite things from the, from the 90s. Movies, shows, albums, video games, and snacks. We can only pick one from each category. We have obviously a list on our end, and you guys will see it on our YouTube. Um, there'll be photos of what the draft looks like, what our p- selections are, things like that. Um, and the mm-hmm. draft order goes... Well, and hold up. And so just so we're clear, as for all the people drafting, we're supposed to be drafting a list of what we think the best representation of the 90s is go. out of these items, correct? That's yes. the, that's yes. the game plan? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. The, the 90s starter kit. It's like the best Here representation the, of what we think of when we think of the 90s. Here are the positions, yep. right? Think of basketball. And, Here are the positions. At, we got movies, shows, albums, video games, snacks. Those are our starting five. Mm-hmm. 
We're going to go ahead and pick one from each column. And guys, guess what? We did not, you know, we didn't get to really curate this list. We threw a bunch on there, and now we have to select the ones from here. So we may have missed some great ones. Love we may it. have not. But we're going to do what we have to do to get the best damn draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're playing it live. Yep. Exactly. It's the only way to do it. And Gums, you are fun. our number one pick. Got it. So my first pick at point guard, and this is under the movies category, is going to go to the Matrix. I will be taking oh, the great Matrix first pick. off of the board. It's a strong first pick. That's a good um, one. <laughs> what that movie did in the 90s revolutionized how we see film today. If you want to argue with me, please join our Discord. I promise you, you will not win. Um, I still love that <laughs> dance move. Every time I'm in the club and have a little bit too much rum, I do the Matrix move every single time. Nice. <laughs> I had a um, He's right. next here. Kirby. I'm Kirby. Up. I'm up. So my first round pick is going to be under shows, and I'm going Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. Okay. Because, I mean – there, there are classes about this show in college. Like it was nice. such a, a big like pop culture phenomenon throughout the nineties. So um, I bet you all the Catholic, I bet you all the Catholic colleges had a class for this. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 gotta tell you a little bit of a sleeper pick. Don't know if it's necessarily as high as everyone else is on the draft board, but definitely a bit of a powerhouse when you think of like how big that show was in the nineties. Yep. Right. Like, I mean, that was definitely when like, I still get clips of that, like on my Facebook page, like all the time. Also just to throw this in here real quick, there was a class I did take at U of a called vampires and werewolves. And we did watch <laughs> Buffy the vampire slayer. We nice. read Dracula, mm-hmm. Twilight, the whole 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 shebang. It was great. That nice. does sound like an Arizona class. I'm not going to lie to you. That just checks out. <laughs> what is four to the power of? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I need. I feel like I need to quiz you now. Like, yeah, you right. <laughs> can you there, tell me? There was a lady me? that came in on gar- in garlic and actually thought vampires were real. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah, that okay. lady's my wife now. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay. I'm coming in in the number three spot in the draft. Uh, this late in the draft, I got to come in hot. Uh, I'm taking a shooting guard. I'm taking Seinfeld. Oh, taking, there you go. I'm, I'm coming there in strong out of it. Argu- I mean, arguably the best sitcom of all time. Definitely strongest thing coming out of the 90s. Define uh, it. Definitely got to be high up on those draft boards. That's you fair. don't deserve that pick, okay? I'm the I, pick. I listen. I can't believe I can't believe it slipped to number three. That's all I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> I, I respect that decision. Fair. <laughs> listen, since I get back to back picks, oh yeah, you do. I do. I'm going Jurassic Park because mm. what Steven Spielberg did with the like animatronics and how that movie has stood the test of time. Like you can't you can't not pick Jurassic Park. That's kind of a bang yeah, pick, Seth. Fair. That was a good that's pick, fair. man. Solid argument. I gotta there. say the two movies the, the two movies that have been picked here, I mean, when you talk about like defining like current movie, especially like what they for what they had, animatronic CGI, like on all that kind of stuff, like those are the two standouts by a long mm. shot. Like, yeah. It's and it's crazy how like it still looks good somehow. Mm-hmm. Like I can rewatch that movie and I'm just like I love it. Um, next, what do I want to take here? 
I feel like I'm going to be the first one to go under albums here. Okay. And I want to take Cal. Wait, do we not put Californication? Damn it. Okay. Well, I'm going to take <laughs> Illmatic then. Oh, you bastard. I think I was, that was high up on my list. Yeah, I wasn't going to take it next, but it, it was, I was hoping that was going to sleep for a little bit so that I can maybe snag it when I wind up going to albums, but yeah, that one's not going to be me. Fair. Pick, yeah, Elmatic was just—it's such a game changer, and it's Nas. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. Pat, you're up. I feel like I'm looking at the list of movies and think I gotta go this direction here. I don't see anything necessarily screaming at me off the top of my head. I kind of go swinging a little bit, but I'm actually gonna go with Friday oh, here no. on the movie that's, pick. I, I, I like think. That. I you know you got to think Chris Tucker, uh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, it it's definitely one that I don't think maybe might not be the strongest player in the list but it might that might be a heart pick for me that when, like I just I like that you, movie a lot. When you said there's nothing screaming at me here and I look down the list and see the actual movie Scream, I'm a little disappointed, uh, but I think we'll get over it. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, we all know damn well on this podcast that the horror is not necessarily going to be the one that I, we all we all knew I wasn't making that pick. That's it wasn't fair. for me. Yeah, I put it as a bonus, that's and fair. that's why I was like, yeah. That's fair. I, I don't know how I left that off the list. That movie was such a game changer. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The new ones weren't. That's fair. The new ones didn't change the game at all. I just watched them. No. Hmm. Curbs. I think I've got to go with. Mm, we're going to the video game column, and I'm going to snag Diablo, which will surprise no one. Yeah, it's going to surprise. I mean, listen. Surprise! I, I mean, I'm playing Diablo Four right now, so like, you know, yeah. it's we we know how well that that franchise is doing. <laughs> that does not hurt at all. That that you can have that. Just take Dumbs. that with you. <laughs> um, so I, th- I believe Probably I'm up with the double pick now, right? Time, so. I'm back to the double pick, right? Yep. Yeah, you got the you got the double. Yeah, you got the back to backer now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm moving right over there to Small Ford under albums, and I'm going to go ahead and take Tupac's All Eyes on Me. So I'm basically winning this draft by a oh, landslide right now. Yeah. Uh, I can probably, there's probably eight <laughs> songs on there that literally, I mean, there's probably, it's the 90s, and you could let that thing run. And there's probably eight songs on there right now that are on YouTube with millions of views, and those are songs from the 90s. Like, you really just, I'm sorry. That's fair. No, like, that's fair. They're, yeah. they're all bangers. Like,. <laughs> So I'll yeah, take that. Um, I think I'm gonna hold off on. I will say hard. just to to take you down to take you take you down a peg though sure. on the music side of it. I mean, there's a lot of good albums on here. I know all I mean is there, but there's some banger albums on this list. Yeah. Oh sure, mm-hmm. sure. If you can beat, uh, <laughs> you can't beat it. I'm sorry. Um, because for instance, like <laughs> two of America's most wanted, uh, I think I played that thing 10,000 times. It was my football, like right before the game started soundtrack and me and my buddy Joe, we'd sit there in, a, in our bus seat. We put that on and it's just two yeah. of us from the West side and we would just yeah. go out there and smash heads after that. So, um, great Let's pick. I think does. with my, my next pick. Uh, I think I got to just go to the game section, and I think this one isn't coming off the board anytime soon. I see here blind and bolded is Orcarina of Time, but I'm actually going to shift on down to Pokemon Gold and Silver, um, and I will be snagging that. Oh, yeah. I have logged 
trillions of hours into that game, and that's what got me addicted to Pokemon franchise. I did play Yellow first, but I tell you what, when there's 16 gyms, move over. Like it's mm-hmm. it's the one for me. Yeah. Um, so with my two picks, all eyes on me, and then Pokemon Gold and Silver, I'm pretty sure my team is ready to rumble. You rounded out strong. I'm not, I'll give it to you. You rounded out strong. Mm-hmm. Curves, mm-hmm. what are you going to hit us with? Uh, I mean, I kind of have to take Scream. Yeah. I, I am a horror fan, and yeah, Don't that have to, did but change the game for, for Slashers. It did. Uh, and it really, I think it really does tie into just the 90s in general. So we're, we're going pick. Scream. Great pick. Yeah. You guys are all going to be pissed I... when I'm riding in my car watching The Matrix while banging eyes on me and playing <laughs> Pokemon Gold and Silver. <laughs> I'm self driving. I'm going to. I'm going to kind of try and fire back at Gums a little bit with the all eyes on me pick, but go completely in a different direction and take it to the Nevermind album. Because, listen, I, I get it. All eyes on me, Tupac, all day, West Side, you know, till we die. Like, there's a, I was almost with the Slim Shady LP. I was looking to enter the Wu Tang. But, like, if we're going to talk about some of the most prolific representations of the 90s, Nirvana is definitely up there to go pound for pound with, with yeah. that album for sure, without question. So I think I'm trying to build, make make up a little ground here because I'm looking at Matrix and Pokemon Gold and Silver. Silver's thinking like, yeah, probably a little bit of the edge. Matrix definitely takes out Friday by a long shot, you know. So we're, we're trying to make, make matchups here, and I'm thinking I'm, I think I can take Nevermind to all eyes on me. Yeah, I think they I named like it Nevermind because mm-hmm. it was completely forgotten. So you can have that if you'd like. <laughs> Damn, this is a tough crowd tonight. Sorry, taken... guys. <laughs> <laughs> Made me feel I'm bad. I'm not taken Dookie Phantom of a State yet. Uh, you shouldn't um, say dude, those things in, in the same sentence. On there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You shouldn't, shouldn't say both of those albums what? in the same sentence. That was a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised nobody's taken Dookie the state and the Enema of the State. Enema of the State. <laughs> oh my god gums um so i get back to back again right yeah so yes you I'm do going gold rigged very nice when got golden eye uh, huh because i mean I-, I played that with my cousins every friend that came over that was the shit i love Great Golden pick, Eye. that's a good pick slabbers only. only there you go and yeah <laughs> you all know what i'm doing for my snack here <laughs> what are you doing oh, I still have. What a are you doing? Pick. Yeah. Okay. So what are you gonna do? What are we drafting? There's nothing oh, more nineties than Goldeneye. I'll give snack. you that. So. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do for the show because these they're all the options we have are so good, but I feel like I have to go gargoyles. Like, there you go. Oh, stolen pick. Wow. Great pickup. Great pickup from gargoyles. It was one of the best shows in the nineties. Like how you spelled that Gary Goyles, by the way. You know, listening. Yes. My name is Gargoyles. Fixed it. Chat, you're up. Uh <laughs> I'm up. So what do I still need? I still need still need a video game. I still need a snack. I'm mm-hmm. definitely saving snack for the last pick. Yeah. <sighs> 
this is where this gets tough here. <laughs> and I think I think I gotta stay true here and say I think I gotta say Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. This guy I'm think I'm thinking PS one, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Sticking to your you got guns. it. Sticking to the guns. I, I like it. Kirby. Alright, what do I got left? Albums and snacks. Um I'm gonna go with hmm. See a lot of the stuff under albums I don't listen to. Like it's all crap to me, so I don't know I don't know a lot of these albums. Um, but remember gonna, we're, we're remember we're taking we're taking what is we think is the best representation of the nineties. And unfortunately and, and these albums are definitely <laughs> That's the funny part. Yeah. It's because not every draft uh, you get the best players, okay? You gotta take some shit players oh, yeah, that's true. work out. That's true. I'm I'm gonna go with probably one of the highest selling albums week over week um of all time, and that's gonna be the black album by Metallica. Okay, that's a good um, pick. Man, I good remember seeing some statistic like on any given uh, at any given week, <laughs> the black album from Metallica still sells more than like current releases. So like this week, a current released album could still be outsold by the black album. Which is a little ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, but that is the Black Album. That is a piece of... That was when they were crushing stuff. Well, that... Yeah, yeah. that was kind of like peak time, yeah. 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 Gums, what do you got for us? What do I have? Your last two. You guys have left me with just very little choices. So I've got shows, which I call my shooting guards, and I've got snacks, which are my centers. Ah... Let me start with snacks because these all suck. So I'm going to go grab the best center I possibly can, <laughs> standing at about seven foot four. Um, Jesus, you guys, this is not a good lineup of snacks. Um, I've got a. That's the best oh, lineup. God. Okay, so I'm going to go with. Uh, I don't think there was much more '90s than 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 a freaking Lunchable. I'm going oh, you bastard. There you go. Yeah. I'm taking oh, that one you out bastard. Of the that running. was totally my pick. I mean, I, I had it up there. I was like, ah, Gogurt, that's pretty high up there. There's commercials up the Yazoo for that. Scooby-Doo fruit snacks. Bond yeah. Dinners. But you know what? The the freaking Lunchables were like TV dinners. <laughs> like, they were the... Yeah. I mean, that was the day in, day out at the lunch table at school. I mean, you you're, you had a Lunchable at school and for lunch. You were king of the castle. Like, that that's like, you were it. Meat. Yeah, cheese stacked up, and now we have to pay twenty dollars well, for something very similar. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. nachos um, were my favorite thing ever. And I guess for my last pick of the day, I have to move over to shows. Um, this is a toughie. This is a super toughie for me. I think these are all pretty decent shows. I mean, you've got Dexter's Lab, you got Hey Arnold, um, but I, it's going to be, guys, going to be between Rugrats and Boy Meets World um, for me. Uh, I think what I'm going to take here, though, is while cartoons were amazing, um, for some reason, Mr. Feeney will never be forgotten in my eyes. And I will Fair go enough. ahead and take Boy Meets no. World. The, the, o- the only you reason go. you took Boy Meets World is because Topanga was hot. <laughs> she was. She's still, She's still it. That's fair. That's you fair. know? Um, it was really, that was actually super tough for me because I grew up, if anybody knows about the orange tape for Rugrats, like 
and Rugrats the movie, they know how just how high quality yeah. animation is. Um, so that for me was super hard, but I just felt like boy meets world. You're growing up as a kid, you're learning life lessons and you know, it's what it is. Yeah. Now the, the orange VHS is iconic. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, they that's definitely a that, big, big, big call there. I feel that. I, I, <laughs> I, I love drug rats growing up though. That was, we always watched the Passover edition cause they do such oh, a great yeah. job of retelling it. Yep. So. <laughs> that's why it was tough for me. Who's up here? Kirby. Ah, down to snacks. What really represents the 90s for snacks? I gotta go with... I gotta say Dunkaroos. Okay. That's something that I don't even know is still around at this point, but that to me is like definitively 90s. I think it is okay. still around. I think is I remember okay. being in a store and I saw it somewhere, and I was it like, is. "That's still a fucking thing." Like, yeah, you've seen it I'm in surprised. the trash. I'm like pretty sure it was right there. All right. I, I got it. Okay, so clearly, Gums took my number one pick in snacks. Yep, I'm winning. This yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to go with number two on my draft board here for snacks. I'm gonna have to go with Gogurt only because I mean, Lunchables was the clear winner of, the, of that that column of the draft. But yeah, I'm going with my number two at Gogurt, sitting at, at power forward. Trying to that is a great pickup. Gogurt was my number like two. That, and I'm so Amazing happy. pickup. <laughs> Gogurt's great. Listen, but you know, nothing will ever come, you know, together like some sliced oranges after a hard fought battle <laughs> on the field. Okay. You dead ass put that from, in the draft board just so you can pick it yourself. Sliced oranges from Little League. <laughs> the greatest vitamin C of all. So, the fu- so for to me, that is the 80s because that's when I was doing that shit. Playing so. Little League. <laughs> okay, well, do you, do you want me to remove it? Because I have a no. backup. No, 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 no. no go for it. Okay. Because my backup that's, was a ring pop. That's really a timeless one. So it, 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 yeah, it kind of is. Hey, in every draft, there's some timeless person or thing that you have to draft. He's just, yep. just a safety net. Pretty above average player. You need him on exactly. the team. That's Slice Oranges from Little League. Yep. You got to have Slice Oranges. And on that note, I hope you guys liked our new segments. I can't wait to share the draft with you guys. Make sure you go vote on our Twitter. And I'll put that in the video as well so you guys can follow along there. Um, comment on our YouTube page or Instagram. Either way, Gums, take us out. Hey, whether it's listening to the Black Gums Album. Gums is already out. He left. <laughs> Gums is already gone. Oh, there he is. Whether it's listening to the Black Album, playing Diablo, <laughs> eating sliced oranges <laughs> from Little League. It doesn't matter. Just make sure you spell gargoyles, gargoyles, and let's keep it rolling. <laughs> <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Perfect. Stay classy. <laughs> <laughs>